Michael Yow Show. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's Michael Yo. Thank you so much for checking in to the Michael Yo Show. Man, you're subscribing to the podcast. It is growing and growing and growing. I appreciate all the love. Make sure you give it five stars. It does so much for me. Also, good news. I just um, got told in August I'm going to be in Phoenix performing in Miami. No, West Palm Improv. I'm going to be there performing. So the date's rolling in, man. Can't wait to see you guys on the road. Uh, but I am so excited because I've always wanted to podcast with these guys, my parents. But the thing is that we never got around to it. Something always happened. But live on the show right now, Mama and Papa, yo, what's up, guys? How are you? Hello, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Oh, we're, we're doing, doing okay. good. Doing yeah, good. yeah. Yeah. Anything fun happened today? No. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing? I mean, y'all been married how long now? 50 years. No. 50 years be 48 years. <laughs> 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 Ain't that close enough? Yeah, it is close enough. See, you don't even know how long you've been married, Dad. Yeah, 48 years. Okay, okay. So if you don't know my parents, if you haven't seen my stand-up, they're all in my stand-up. Now, you guys got a competition going on right now. What's the competition? We both got to get to our weight goals. Okay, so what what's your weight goal and what's my mom's weight goal? Mine is 169. Hers is 140. 140. And uh, what weight did y'all both start? Like, Five pounds what- above that. Wait, go. So whoever loses five pounds first. That's correct. Okay. And or is it gonna do that, don't well, we? Well, you know, I don't even need to lose weight. But since <laughs> I, we have a steak dinner, it's a steak <laughs> involved. So I wanna win. Oh, wait. So y'all y'all bet a steak dinner. So this is all for a steak dinner. Yes, so I guess after my steak dinner, I might gain five pounds back. Who knows? All right, so Dad, who do you think is going to win? Are you going to be beat my mom, or is she going to beat you? Oh, I'm going to beat her. You know that. I don't lose, man. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. We don't lose, do we, Dad? We no, always we win. Not. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> lose is not even in my vocabulary. That's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Now, y'all bet a lot. Y'all bet a lot. Who usually wins? I do. No, I'm the one who always wins. She cheats a lot. What What's the last competition she's cheated on? Well, it was tennis a long time ago. We had. Oh, a, the, we were playing. Was, uh, no, 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 no. Let's don't go in there. We no, let's go in there. What happened, Dad? What happened? I want to know how she's cheating on you. Well, when the ball is in, she says it's out. <laughs> and so I lose a lot of points. Because she says the ball is out because it's right on the line and stuff like that. Mom, you know the line is in still, right? Yeah. Well, Michael, that's a matter of opinion. You can <laughs> see it. He's blind as a bat. What do you mean it's a matter of opinion? If it hits the line, it's in. Like I said, you daddy, he cannot <laughs> see it. And he's a blind as a bat, I say. Well, she just told you if it hits the line, it's a matter of opinion. No, right? yeah, no she did I say that. Say that you say that. Hmm. Now she said I said that. Yeah, you, you said, said that. Oh <laughs> she sounded like Trump right now. I know, man. How dare um, you? You speak with funky tongue. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, so now you guys been married fifty years now. Forty-eight. Uh, Forty-eight. Forty-eight years. Mama, how do you keep yourself entertained during the day? Well. Your daddy is a pretty humorous, so he's oh, yeah. laughing. He's funny. Hey, buddy. I'm podcasting right now. My my son's coming in right now for everybody listening to podcast. Hey, you want to say hi to Hame and granddaddy? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Come here, buddy. My son just busted my podcast. Well, hey, say hi, Hame. Hi, Hamid. Hi, hi my honor. Yeah. My son so wants... Onward, gonna come in. He can't hear you, mom. I, I got headphones on. Mama, my sister, and daddy, and mama, and red eye. Yeah, he wants and to. Dishy and papa. He wants the whole family to go to Disney. That's what. He, that's why he's saying everybody's name. Oh, that sounds good, Oliver. Yeah, they say uh, that sounds good. They're gonna do that, okay? Okay. Okay. I love you, buddy. 
I love you. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah. So now, Mom, you know I got married now four years ago. Yeah. Close to four years. You never thought I was going to get married, huh? No, I didn't, but I was really surprised. Uh, it's a good surprise. Yeah? Dad, what about you? Well, I didn't know, you know, whether you would or not. I had no feeling one way or the other. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> so everybody listen right now, I want to let people know more about y'all. Uh, so, Mom, tell everybody where you were born and raised. I born in the Korea. What part? Tegu. Okay. And how was it for you as a kid? It's a pretty good. You know, I was born in war time, Korean War. Uh-huh. So back then, country was a pretty poor. But so were you that, poor growing up then? Would you say that? No, my mom, father, they had a uh, orphanage, so we did pretty good. So, so you didn't, you were never like looking for food, didn't have a meal or anything like that. No. Okay, so you had you, you were it was a good life when you were younger. Yeah, we were fortunate, and my mom were working with the Salvation Army, and so we had a. Uh, Lot of my mom, she take care of a lot of kids. So ah. an army provide. Okay, okay. And dad, where were you born and raised? I was I was born in the bloody fifth. No, you I weren't born not. in Fifth Ward. My huh? dad was born and raised in Fifth Ward, but you didn't. Grow, you weren't born there. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Where I were you born? born? Louisiana. Okay, that's you were born in. And how was your childhood then? Oh, my childhood was a normal childhood. I, I was good. It was good. It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. What kind of hardships did you have to go through? I didn't have any hardship. No? Not no. at all? No. I didn't have any hardship. I grew up in a home that was fairly decent. We had what I wanted, at least what I thought I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so... It wasn't bad at all. I didn't have. I can't mention any hardships. And what type of uh, what type of like what kind of neighborhood did you live in? Was it diverse? Was it just all black? What was it? It was all black neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. And and during those times, like when you were in like middle school, high school, did you venture out, like out yeah, of the neighborhood, and go to oh, other no, parts? No. Of in the neighborhood because I had all my friends in the neighborhood and we played together all the time when I wasn't busy doing something else. Okay, so you never, when you were growing up, did you feel any racial tension? Well, you see, like I said, I didn't go out that much. Um, so I didn't feel that because I stayed within my community. But did you know about it? Uh, probably so. Uh, uh, at a certain age, you, you, you certainly know about it. Of course, I knew about it when I went to school out of the state. Is that when you I first felt it? Is that when you first felt it when you got out of the neighborhood and went to college? Is that the first time you yeah. actually felt racism? Yes. And That's what do you remember the first time it happened? Well, I know the, the, the town that I went to, it wasn't integrated at the time. And uh, when we tried to go to a restaurant, we couldn't go in. So we had a little, huh? We had a little little organization there at the school. There was a- Wait, uh, where, where was this? This was at uh, Oklahoma State University in Ames, Iowa. So did you try to go in the restaurant not knowing they had those rules there? No, we knew they had the rules, but we wanted to, to change the rules. We wanted to, to uh, uh, integrate the restaurants out there. I, I was very, very, very brave at the time. So what made right you through. what made you want to march at that time? Because I felt that wasn't right what they were doing out there in Ames, Iowa. And so how did it all happen then? Like they had an organization, you were part of it, or yeah. how the march okay. Yeah, we had a organization, I was a part of it, and that that's what we did. We tried to provide social justice in our area and, and at the school also. How long did this protest go on? It went on for several months until they, they finally decided to let us eat there in the restaurants. Now we're seeing today during protests, you're having people with guns come out, like certain 
like white people with guns come out uh, and just watch these protests go by. What was there anything like that when y'all protested? No, we didn't have any guns. There wasn't any violence or anything like that. Ames is a little small town. And we didn't have that kind of problem of guns and threats and things like that. And what year was this? Any, any, any problem. Where were you when Martin Luther King got assassinated? I think I was at Oklahoma State because I remember one significant event happened when I was walking home from class to the dormitory. And I believe that was the assassination of Martin Luther King. I'm not sure, though. And did that affect you in any way? Of course it does. How'd you feel? I feel I felt terrible about that. I still do. Yeah. Was it because you're you're very like when I was growing up, what's interesting is even though there was racism during your time, you still got a PhD in nuclear physics, but I Never have heard you talk bad about white people or any race. No, where no, where some people where some people that would grow up like that, going through something like that, would have bad things to say about the other race. Why have you chose not to do that? Because I've never heard you say anything negative about any particular race. I've heard you say it about certain people, but not a race. I didn't have that problem, Michael. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it all my life, really, because I was in groups of people who were nice to me all the time. I never had a problem with that. And would you say you were like, um, when you were growing up, were, were you middle class? I would say I was probably lower middle class. Okay. But, you, but everybody was lower middle class where you were. So you thought that was just normal. Well, yes. Yes, it was normal for me. Okay. And mom, what type of, uh, did you face any racism in Korea or was it all when you came to America? Well, no, I don't face any. We are all Korean, so, so we don't uh, discriminate each other. <laughs> well, I mean, it, sometimes it happens with own communities by classism. You know, it, it could happen anywhere. Yeah, not for class-wise, we're kind of upper middle class. Mm -hmm. So we, I didn't have that kind of problem. So when did you get your first experience with racism? When I got to Houston. Houston, Texas. And what, what happened? First time, you dad and I, we went to Denny's. Now, just so uh, you know, back then, I now it's more common, but did you notice at the time, y'all, there wasn't a lot of interracial couples? No, I didn't see nobody. Back nobody. Then. Me neither. I, I remember growing up, I'd never seen an interracial couple. It was always black with black, white with white, Asian with Asian. Y'all were, like, you're the only people I know, even at my schools, that were in an interracial relationship. So you were at Denny's. What happened? Well, nobody comes serve us. So we left. Mm. Well, it was Denny's. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> you're at Denny's. Well, we just live. We went Denny's is else. not known for their service, Mom. <laughs> That's just a normal thing. <laughs> I didn't know, uh, so I, we didn't know. So we just left, went to somewhere else to eat. So that's okay. the one we out our money. That's right. So has that happened to you any other time? No. Nobody's ever called you names or done anything like that? No. Okay. Well, I definitely got called a bunch of names at school, so I don't know why they... Bad. You probably deserved it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I did. I was nice, too, in high really? school and middle school. Yeah. You are nice, though. Really? Okay. Yeah. I okay. You're telling me nobody's ever called you the N-word? No. Never wow. to my face. They might have said it behind my back. That's never amazing. to my face. Not once. That's so amazing. You went through that time and never got called the N-word when I know I've been called it several times. Yeah, well, I have never, ever been called that to my face. Ever. And I'm I'm 70, what, five years old? Never been called that to my face. 
Well, the next time I see you, I'm going to call you one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can call me one right now. If you, want to. you don't have to wait. <laughs> With the protest going on today, what do you think about that, Dad? Oh, Everything I think is great. I think it's great. I want you to get, I want people to get off, get their knee off of my neck. <laughs> Although I didn't put, I know people experiencing this stuff, even though I didn't, to any great extent, I can't remember ever being in, in, the, in, in the situation that a lot of black people are finding themselves in. But I know it happens. So I think it's a great thing to protest. Oh yeah, you remember once, once, it's a long time ago, it's 30 some years ago. We went, I think, Shibrugo Gavistad, I don't remember. We went to celebrate something, maybe our anniversary or some, my birthday, I don't know. On the way back, police officer stopped us. I don't know why he stopped us, maybe your daddy's speeding, I don't know. And he threw a gun and he was nervous. Explain that. Oh, well, you did. That happened too, but but I don't know what, what was wrong with that guy. That was that was just a fluke that. It was a what fluke? What was wrong with the person who did that? Because it wasn't any reason to do to pull a gun. It well, was something wrong with that in person. But, but we see there's no reason to pull guns a lot of times, but they are even today. I know. I know. Well, he was one of those guys who... So what? That. So so let me ask. So he came to the car. No, he pulled his gun before he got to the car. He pulled his gun on the way to my car. And he said, "What? What did he say? Put down your window. Give me your ID with a gun I pointed at you." Exactly what he said. I was too busy staring at the gun. <laughs> I, had the key. I was just a sitting at the passenger seat. He was screaming at me too. Oh, he so he was screaming at y'all, huh? Yeah, it screamed at me. He was talking to your dad. I don't know why he screamed at me. So uh, what happened? He just let you go? He put the gun away? I mean, how did this all resolve? I don't know if I got a ticket or he let us go. It's, it's been so go. long. That's been so long ago. I don't. Only thing I really remember about that is that gun he pulled. I don't remember if I got a ticket. Or I didn't get a ticket. I don't remember what happened at that time. Mm. Now, let me tell you, this was not a racial thing because the cop was black. Okay. So he did, it wasn't a white cop that did it. It was a black cop who did that. So it wasn't a racial thing. Uh, so, Mom, what do you think about all the protests that's going on? I'm glad it happening because it's time to change. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I hope with this it changed. Oh, what was your first thoughts when you, uh, when Donald Trump won? Well, when he first won, I thought he would be fine because uh -huh. because I didn't know all of this was going to happen while he was in office. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people thought he was going to be fine when he first was elected. So I didn't have that many or anything bad to say. Because and what do you I think? Really liked him on The Apprentice. You liked him on The Apprentice. I did. I liked him on The Apprentice, and okay. so I thought he was going to be a good guy. All right. And now, what do you think about him now? I think he's an idiot. <laughs> I think he's a racist. He's an idiot. He's a bigot, and he he's not qualified for the job he's doing now. He's not qualified for that position. Everybody with a little bit of common sense, which I don't have even, <laughs> can see that. And, and what do you think about like the percentage of America that doesn't think he's a racist or, or that follows him 100% no matter what he says? Well, I, blind I, and I don't understand that. How could you do that? I just don't, I can't put myself in their shoes. It's hard for me. I cannot understand that. When well, you, you know what? The guy lies all the time. He lies over and over again. He even altered the weather map so that what he said would be true. You saw, you remember that? 
Where he no, I don't remember. So much up, I don't remember he, that. He, you, you don't. No, I, do, I remember hearing about it, but I didn't really. There's so when much. He stuff. The yeah. guy lies, and he wants his. Uh, they call him cabinet. Cabinet people and his associate to back him up, and they do. Are you? Does that surprise you though? Because what surprises me is uh, the people around him. And that party right now, no matter what he does, they there's a couple of people that step up and say something, but ma- the majority they stay in line. Does that surprise you? That's happening in America. It does. It does because I would think like people would speak their conscience. Evidently, they don't, or else their conscience has no that's meaning. That's all kind of people he hired, and so it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Even in Korea, have you ever seen a leader like this? This is the first one I've seen in that position to do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they might have other leaders in other facets of life that do that, but in that position that he holds, he's the first president in all these years to be such incapable of performing the duties of president of the United States. He should have stayed with the apprentice. I think he needs to go back because he was good at that. <laughs> I, I really liked it. And then he stepped up to this. He should never have done that. So could this be true for me saying you're seeing more racist things happen now than when you grew up during it? <laughs> well, I'm maybe I was too much focused on my studies at the time and didn't look around. Now I'm relaxed. I'm retired. I got all the time in the world to look everywhere I need to look. So I see more. The more you look, the more you see. So you were so focused on school. Yeah. In study that I probably didn't take the time to look further than my books. Right now, news is uh, everywhere. Yeah. And back then, we had to wait till 7 o'clock to see the news. Yeah. Now it's 24-7. Yeah. It's everywhere now. You got cell phone or computer. News is everywhere. So uh, that's, that's probably the, the, the way it was then. But now it's so visible. You see it everywhere. Anything that happens is on CNN. CNN <laughs> talks about the protests all day long. Yeah. What's going on in every city and all the states that are participating overseas in England, in London, they're participating in France. Everywhere. everywhere. You can see it all. And so I'm really, really happy that it's happening. I'm happy that the protest is going on. I'm happy that they're keeping with it. And uh, I got to go to the funeral of George Floyd. Say his name. George, George Floyd. Floyd. That's right. I'm going to his funeral. He, you know he's going to have one in Houston. Yeah, it's in Third Ward. Where, uh, no. Yes, No. What? No, it's in Third Ward, right? Or Fifth Ward? Third Ward. I got to look up the church. They gave the name of the church. I got to see where the church is that he's going to have. It's this Tuesday. Oh. What do you, so what do you, I'll be going there to show my respect. Now, what makes you want to go to that funeral? Because I want to support what people are doing now. I want to support this, like I did back then when I was in Ames, Iowa. I've never lost that determination to see things be right, but it all it helps when you got a lot of people that's working with you like you have now. You got all racists working with you. Not it just was, now. It wasn't like that back then, huh? No, no, it wasn't like that. You were alone, just about. Just you and so, your people. That's right. Those who are willing to do that, you have to have a, have a lot of courage to do that. At well, you still do. I'm saying you still do have to have a lot of courage. But it was more. Even, I think even more dangerous back then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you honestly, they could do a lot more back then to you. Yeah. I, I mean, they could still do horrible things to you today, but they got camera phones now. Back then, it was just, meh. Well, if they had done something to me, 
You might not have been born, you know that? Might not. I ha I wouldn't have been born. What are you yeah. talking about? But <laughs> it worked out. It did it work out. out. You know, oh, one thing oh. I'm learning about, I didn't know I knew you protested, but I didn't yeah. know you still had it in you. Oh yeah, it's there. It's always there. It's always been there. It's always been there. And I always speak my mind. You ask me a question, I'll speak my mind. And I've always done that. Irregardless of the situation. What do I've you say? Spoken. This question is for both of y'all, because this okay. is interesting to me. What do you say when people that don't like Black Lives Matter get so mad and they go, well, white lives matter and everybody matters? Well, everybody lives do matter, but the, they missed the point that other the white lives are not in jeopardy right now. And we have to emphasize that the black lives matter because the black lives are at in jeopardy right now. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's been for 200 and some years. Mm -hmm. I tell everybody, you know, a lot of people sometimes say things like, oh, you know, they, they, they go to, oh, America's not racist. They had a black president. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll say something like that. And it's a thing where you just got to recognize it's out there. I think a lot of people are not educated on it. And I'm not saying, here, here's one thing I, I think is some people are so out of the loop on it and so uneducated about it. That's why they never see it. It's not that they're racist. They just don't know about it. Yeah. And I learned this from my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, like she's mm -hmm. not racist by any means, but she didn't know all this stuff was happening yeah. until she married me because she really didn't pay attention to it. She doesn't yeah. really watch the news. She kind of yeah. is in her own circles like you were when you're younger. Exactly. You, see you, what stayed, I'm talking about. you stayed in your neighborhood. So yeah. you didn't know how racist it was out there till you actually got into the world. And she didn't know until she married me. And, and now we have, you know, multiracial kids. So she's like, oh, wow, they're doing this. I need to get more educated about this. So I think a lot of it is people are just uneducated about it. And a lot of it, and the other part of it is just some people just racist. Yeah. Well, we got one in the White House that's just racist, plus other things. Too numerous to mention. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and my point about being racist is people go, that's so long ago when people, when black people bring up two, 300 years ago. But I'm like, really, if you think about it, it's just three, four people ago. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. just four people, maybe three, if they live long. You know, mm -hmm. if each person lives 75 years, that's 150, 225, that's 300 years. And you're telling me that if the person born 300 years ago, their kids were racist, then their kid, then that kid was racist. So I think right now, the younger generation right now is the first generation that is actually seeing things where, of course, there's always going to be a racism, but I think this this group that's protesting and leading it, all the young people, this is the first generation that's kind of like, oh, we all can get along. Because even when I was in Houston, I got called names, you know? And I feel like, like you said, it's changing. I, see, I, I saw one Black Lives Matter protest, and it was all white, yeah. pretty much all white. Yeah, that, that would have never happened when I was growing up 30 years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's right. You know, things are progressing, but slowly, but they're progressing. And yeah, so, so, um, how do you think this is gonna all wind up? Are, are you scared that Trump could win again? It's a possibility, I sure hope not, but you know, he might because there's still a lot of supporters for Trump, so. I'm not convinced that he's going to lose, even in view of all that's going on right now. I try, like, when I do my podcast, because I talk to people on either side of the fence, and I try to understand, like, what they could see. Like, why are they supporting him? And I, and I know at the beginning, like, you liked him because of The Apprentice, but you didn't vote for him. But I, I knew a bunch of people that were small business owners. And they were like, oh, he's going to help our business. You know, he's going to lower the taxes and everything like that. But after you get to a certain point, like, I can't justify it anymore. You know, it, it, I try to play, okay, 
Okay, it's the economy. Okay, great. But now economy is over people's lives mm-hmm. and over people's well-being. And the guy is so selfish, it's all about him. So if you support that, don't tell me he's not doing this stuff. Just say, I don't care if he is doing that stuff. He's my guy. But don't yeah. defend him saying he's not doing what you're saying you're doing. You know what I mean? Because it's obvious and it's blatant. And they got video of him doing it. And yeah. then saying he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. The other people who believe in him, they think what news media say is a lie. They only listen one source of news. Yeah, and they're not sure. But but see, that's that's uneducated. Because I watch Fox. I'll, I don't watch it. I'll read the Fox website to see how they're spinning stuff. I like to be educated on both sides. You know, like, I don't want to go into a fight and I don't know one side or the other. You know, but but like like, for instance, like you go to Fox website, it's all about looters. You know, the building's burning. This is awful. And the thing is, it's like the building's burning. It's sad that George lost his life, but this building stuff has the end. This looting and robbing has got the end. Where it should be, oh, the looting and robbing, the looting and the building's burning is bad, and killing black people needs to end. That should be reversed. But on Fox, it's the other way. They care more about the buildings and the burning, and that's that's what I get from their website. If you were watching that, you would have never really known somebody died. You were like, oh, it's just crazy protesters. You know, they're looting and they're burning buildings, which is bad, which is bad. So I want to ask you this. Peaceful protests. If they never looted, if they never burned down buildings, do you think this momentum and change would have happened or that needed to be done? Not just the silent protesting. I'm I, I'm on this fence where if it was just silent protesting the whole time, I don't think it would have moved the needle as much as it's doing. Sometimes it's terrible to say, and I don't endorse it, but I like I like to ask you guys, if there wasn't the looting and fires, do you think this would have had the same impact? I do not think it would have the same impact. I believe violence has a place in America. In fact, America was built on violence and people listen much better when they see a little violence going on. Although I don't support doing that and I don't think the demonstrators that are peaceful demonstrators are doing it. It'll be the fringe people who are doing this, who want to get something for nothing and go robbing and stuff like that. But it does draw attention to your to the fact that the the protesters are protesting this. And if they have to protest this again, these violent acts are gonna probably take place again. And violence has its place now. In America, or anywhere. Anywhere, really, anywhere. All of these, all of these, <laughs> these wars they fight, oh man, are they violent? And uh, some of them are fought for good reasons, like World War II. And some of them are fought for no reason at all, like Vietnam. It was no reason to fight this war. I didn't go. They wanted me to go, but I would rather go to jail than go to Vietnam, for instance. You got to pick the right thing to do. And Vietnam was not the right thing. I don't care who's going to send you there. If you know it's wrong, take the consequence. That's my philosophy. And when you were in the army, what's the one thing you learned? What's the one lesson you learned in the army? That I wanted to get out. So. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How long were you in it? 13 months. 13 months. And why'd you want to get out? Because the army's orders are nonsense in, in a lot of cases. They make you do things that are just for the fun of it mm-hmm. and have no rate, no reason and basis. And I don't like to be ordered around either. I know. Uh, well, you you married my mom. You get the- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like orders. Uh-huh. So that's another reason. So I couldn't play that too long. I, got you. I had a lot of problems with that. 
And mom, you grew up right next to North Korea. Was there was North Korea always the same? Like they always the same kind of country? It when, when, is worse. Was it? Oh yeah, it was worse. Now it's a little relaxed. You know, now you can have when you have a little money, you can have a little your own business right now. In North Korea. Yeah. And back then, everybody got to work for government. And they give you the food. Ah, okay. So are people in South Korea today nervous about North Korea at all? Like, because we hear on the news, they try to make, they make it really big. Like North Korea is shooting missiles. North Korea is doing this. People that, because you still have family that live out there. People in South Korea, are they, what's the feeling for people that live in South Korea in North Korea? Oh, they don't bother by it. Really? Oh, they kind of know you're not going to do nothing to South Korea. He know, South Korean people know Kim Jong-un is, he can win. So because American is behind, then South Korea's army is pretty strong too, so. Okay. So okay. they don't worry about it. They, 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 so every time they do the missile test over there, they think some dog is a barking. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I want to know, I want to get to y'all too. Where, how'd y'all really meet? What's the real story? I want to know because y'all joke about it a lot, but how'd y'all really meet? Okay. We went, me and my friend went to this place and you're dead and his friend come. We well, okay. What kind of place was it? Was it a bar? What was it? Yeah. It's a bar. Okay. You agree with that, dad? It's one of those old stinky bars, man. It's kind of like a serve, tea, coffee, like that kind of place. A bar that serves tea and coffee. Yeah, that's a oh. kind of place. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like an alcohol bar. They serve alcohol. Yeah, they sell beer. They sell beer. Oh, don't tell was me. It beer. Beer. Yeah, they saw. I drank beer, man. You oh, didn't. You... you did not drink beer. You drink coke. Oh, you never <laughs> drink beer. Okay, I don't, I don't even like beer. <laughs> so, so, so when y'all met, was it like boom? As soon as soon as you saw her, Dad, you were you were like, oh, I like her. I did like her, but I didn't think it was going to wind up like this. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I liked it for the night, not like a whole night. <laughs> <laughs> so was it a setup? Was it a setup date? No, just we just a friend of mine introduced us, and we just started talking. That's how we get along. Okay, all right, and and y'all hit it off right away. Did y'all did y'all date a like? Did it move really fast? We dated a. Th- how long? Couple years before we got married. Ah, when did you yeah. know she was the one, Dad? Well, when she, when I came back home, she wrote me a letter. <laughs> 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 she picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, she fell. <laughs> she pitched me. Stop. Let him tell his story. I'll take the Fifth Amendment. No, I'll tell you the no, story. The I'm getting pissed. No, my dad told me. No. My dad got this letter from my mom, and it was such a sweet letter. It yeah. made him want to marry her. And and then he found out after he married, she didn't even write it. No, my. Where you see? You know the story. I know, but I, I, I got to interview you like I don't know the story. Mom, why you don't want him to tell that story? What kind of talk about that? That's a kind of embarrassing. <laughs> why is it embarrassing? Those were your real thoughts, though, right? I don't know. You're going to call the divorce right on there, right? <laughs> How you gonna call 48 years of marriage, one podcast, and you're getting divorced. 
Exactly. And it's because of their son. Yeah. <laughs> so so now um when you had me, why'd you only have one kid? Why'd you only have me? Well, we know it's expensive to raise a kid. So we could put all what we needed to put in the one kid, and we could have a kid that turned out like you. Oh, okay. So, Mom, what's the real reason? <laughs> you are so bad, I cannot handle another kid. <laughs> Wait a minute. When you say bad, what, how, how bad, what was well, bad when about you it? you were young, you didn't sleep at night, and you cry all night long. I got to constantly beat you. Beat you? Beat you. Oh, beat you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't know how to handle kids. I guess, you see, I have a three- Yeah, you know you got to feed I babies every two hours, mom. Uh, well, I didn't know. Well, let me tell you. I never see the baby before, okay? Before I <laughs> You never see a baby? <laughs> I can't believe this. I, mean, I have a brother and sister. Ever, you see? <laughs> my God. Like uh, my brother. My two grandmother raised my brother and my sister. Everybody raised, different people raised us. So I never heard my brother or sister. I am the oldest. I never found it. So I don't know nothing about the baby. So I was just oh. too much for you. Yeah, I just don't know how to handle baby. Yeah, and they didn't have the internet back then where you could look up stuff. I, and exactly. So like, a, I don't have my mother close to me tell me what to do either i don't have a nobody just by myself out here so we, i had a really tough time i just don't know how to handle you i had to tell her how to handle you oh my goodness that's horrible if you listen <laughs> yeah. to my dad well yeah. you know you do like a you do not like to sleep somehow or not every night we were sleeping i have to put on top of my stomach, I have to shake you the first sleep. Then I can, I need to sleep, I have to shift to your dad, he do that every night. There was a lot of work. There was a lot of shaking going on. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shaking. <laughs> a lot of shaking. Yeah. That's funny. Probably that's why I only had a one. So I just don't know how to handle. How how's Texas right now? Houston, as far as the COVID thing, they said we're well, looking at the news. It really going up. Is it really? Oh yeah, we've been open for several weeks, and a lot of people don't even wear masks. Mm. Uh, so now I hear you're wearing a mask, though, Dad. Right? Oh, I started wearing masks early. Yeah, I did. What made you want to wear the mask? Because I know at the beginning you didn't. My mom said you would go to the store without one. Oh, that was just a few times. Uh, I did in the beginning, and then I decided, hey, I better not, I better wear this mask so that I, it'll help me, maybe help me a little bit, protect me from this virus. So I decided to wear it. Uh, I just, you know, I just thought it would be a good idea. Yeah, that's good. Well, because I asked that because you're very stubborn, and I'm stubborn. I, I got and I'm surprised. I was actually shocked when my mom said you were wearing a mask because I, I didn't think you were going to do that. Oh, I ain't that. You know, when I see the advantage of doing something, I, I do it. But it, sometimes it takes a lot oh, yeah. to show me the advantage of it. Mm -hmm. It's just like wearing a seatbelt. I didn't wear the seatbelt for all, all, a long, long time. And then I took this driving course for your mama. She had to go through this uh, driving course because she got a ticket. And it was one of these courses where defensive she took online defensive, defensive driving. Uh huh. It was online, and it was so boring that I fell asleep several times during the the broadcast. But I would replay it, and I would see these dummies crash into these walls, and yeah, and we didn't have seat belts on. And I saw this over and over because I go to sleep and have to look at it again. <laughs> look at, I looked at it so many times. After that, I started wearing seatbelts. So it wait, wait a minute. First, so first of all, wait a minute. You took my mom's online class. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I keep falling asleep. <laughs> so I thought you're never gonna do nothing better. You know I'm gonna take your mom class because I know all that stuff. But 
<laughs> Y'all gonna get a ticket now. <laughs> I know. <with> those <laughs> They're gonna say my dad's cheap from my mom. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's online, you know. <laughs> Anybody can do it online, right? <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, you know, I, we gotta close up this podcast. No, you don't. I'm just getting rolling now. Oh, you just starting. You just starting. I'm just starting. You don't have to close. Uh, no, I just want to know, like, if you could go back and change one thing in your life from, a, like, a big mistake you made or just uh, a bad decision you made, is there? do you remember that one thing you would change? I probably would have gone back into medical school when I had the chance. You know, you, oh, would, you could have been a doctor, like a medical doctor. Yeah, I would be a surgeon. I, I could have had, been, you know, Dr. Gwen, yes. Jerry's husband. He wanted to send me to medical school. And he, of course, at that time, I had no interest in medicine. But you wanted to be a scientist, correct? Yeah, I always wanted to be a scientist. I had no interest in medicine. But now that I at this stage in my life, it would have been a fun to be a surgeon. Looks like to me now I could be cutting up on people and changing their hearts out, <laughs> giving them new lungs. Saving lives. Saving lives. Yeah. And, and making money, right? Mm-hmm. All you got is just a PhD in nuclear physics. That's nothing it. to show for it. I could have been, been making lots of money as a, as a surgeon, man. And saving lives, too. So that's probably what I would have probably gone back and changed. How about you, Mom? Well, no, I don't want to change anything. I like what I had, what I'm going to do. So. I like it. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. You see? Because she met me, you know? That's yeah. right. You know it. Uh, no, let me tell you. As I say, <laughs> you dad don't have no common sense. I agree. You dad say common sense is not a common. So I have a lot of common sense. So we balance each other out well. Good. Wait, you don't t- so you don't have common sense, dad? No. You say common sense isn't that common. That's my, that's, you quote me, quote me on that. Common, common sense, sense isn't that common. Explain, then explain your definition of common sense if you ain't got, if you don't have any. Well, I don't have it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let your mama explain that. She's supposed to have it. Okay, mom, what is common sense to you okay. then? Very simple thing you can do. And he cannot pick it up simple way. He got to go hard way, long way. Gotcha. I do that in a couple minutes. You did it take a couple hours. Mm. You do not have a common sense to figure that simple problem. Like when you were bragging about something you baked and you said you did it in like a fourth of the time. My dad did it, but he said it tasted really bad. No, that's a huge slowness. But a lot of other things I see it can be done quick. I ah. can come out, I can think of right now anything, but it's a very simple thing I can do, fix it there. And he have to force he gotta go to home depot to buy two and I can only use one flathead screwdriver to fix it. He go buy all kind of stuff. <laughs> And just to take it all day long to do tie one simple nut. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he's not a handyman. Your dad was a handyman, but you didn't get any of that, Dad? Oh, I got some of it. Some of it? Yeah, still- I do a of, I'll do a lot of stuff around the house, you know, that mm-hmm. needs to be done. Yeah, a lot of time I say just to hire the person to do it because uh, it, do it people- right. Yeah, if he goes store to buy stuff, it costs more than hire somebody else to do it. Okay. And also take a couple of days to finish it. So so with this COVID and everything, when y'all come and visit, how long how many months y'all gotta go before y'all visit me? Well, we're gonna until we get a vaccine. Wow. Okay, so I'll see you in like a year and a half. Yeah, or maybe two. <laughs> 
I'll see you for your 50th. For your 50th anniversary, I'll see you. I don't know, Michael. You know, it, we got to play it by ear. Yeah. It's you scary know, times out there. Going on, whether these cases increasing or decreasing, how, how are they doing across the nation? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about this plane ride either. I might have to drive out right. there. Yeah, if we go next time, we're going to drive there. Do you do you feel comfortable going out in Houston right now, even though the I case do. numbers are going up? I do because we only go go out with people that we know already that don't have the virus. Okay, okay. They and you don't know quarantine in the house for I don't, as long as we have. So, mom, I gave it to you, and you beat it. How how was it for you, the coronavirus? You beat it in a day, a couple days. Yeah, just a kind of two days, little fever. After that, I was fine. So it wasn't bad for me at all. So then you, more than likely, my dad got a little case of it from you. He just didn't affect him really at all. Yeah, probably. So he, like people say, asymptomatic, he probably were like that. Is it crazy that you guys didn't get it bad and I got it so bad? I know. That's well, so- you went to New York, though. Yeah. That's why you got yours, and she just got a little taste of what you had. Mm-hmm. Just a little taste. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't feel any symptoms from it. Wow. Not did you anything. when you got that call, did y'all did y'all know it was as serious as as it was? Oh man, you scared me. I tell you, when you say you were scared, that made me scared. So that really scared me. Yeah. Man, and it was it was Heartbreaking to see you that sick. I know. I, you know, that made coronavirus come home in big in in, in big style. There, with, with yeah. you being that sick. Wow. Well, I made it. I'm still here. You're still here. I'm still here, man. Well, that's that. We're glad of that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let y'all go. I love you guys. Thank you for being on my podcast. This was fun. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having us on. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever you want to do this again, you just let us know a couple of weeks ahead. Thank <laughs> <laughs> <Make> you, <a> reservation. <laughs> you know, we got we got we gotta put you on the schedule because we got so many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Love you, love you too. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.